I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ah, so uh, this is private parts. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Joe Lysett. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Do you know, uh, know I loved your letters on uh, on, uh, Countdown. Mm. I used to watch it. Oh, thank you. Back in the day. You don't don't watch it anymore? No, I didn't really watch TV. I don't really. I I, uh, find it, um, it doesn't help me achieve the things that I want to achieve. No. I I find it... um, difficult to watch now because i wonder what i'd say and do on things yeah. that i watch so i yeah it's more research <laughs> but, but, now than but, do you so do you find that now that you so uh, if you if you know if you study drama or or, or study theater if you go to a play you kind of just find yourself sort yeah. of studying the whole thing right yeah. do you have that now that if you watch tv you go well that's how it's produced there and that's how it's produced here and it's obviously yeah. not real there is that what you do a little bit yeah but that kind of sort of slightly do you do that with movies as well no do you do that with the news Oh God, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm sort of obsessed with the news at the minute. I'm I, that's, really, the news is all I watch. Really. I really love it. But um, what I was going to say, because your letters, I um, fu- I used to like respond to the um, you know the sort of random letters you get from uh, Africans saying, oh, you've got yes, a, yes, you, you've got a, you're, you, you've got a million in a bag yes, somewhere. You yeah. can have some real fun with them. Yes. Well, uh, on this TV show that I do. Um, Joe Lysett's Got Your Back which is a sort of consumery show I've done a few responding to those yeah. as various different sort of celebrities normally people like Nick Knowles yeah. I'll respond as 
So I actually used to work and uh, live in Africa, in West Africa, and I I knew someone who did that. That was their they used to, and they, there are actually schools in Nigeria like that specialize in teaching people how to do those emails. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, all you need is one person yeah. to kind of latch on, and then exactly. you've made a few grand. And oh no, sometimes they make like is that know, what so people actually fall for these these emails? Yeah, I mean that's why they sort of four one nine scam. Yes, or there's um. There's another type of scam as well, where basically yeah, you're you're presented with a massive amount of money, but in order to get that yeah. amount of money, you need to pay a little bit of money, which seems like a little bit in comparison to the millions you'll make. Um, but some people will get. Have you have you ever been scammed? Don't know if I have actually. Have you ever have you ever have you ever been mugged? No, no. I'm I. I I think it's coming at some point. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You think it's. I mean, have you seen the coat that I'm wearing? It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> this huge, big red coat. You're yeah. just well, I noticed target. that. I, yeah. I was wondering what that stood for. BHM. <clears throat> well, I bought it because uh, to me it says Birmingham One, oh. but actually it stands for Boohoo Man. Oh, which, um, but Birmingham One is uh, in Birmingham Number One. Yeah, Birmingham right. Ichiban. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Itchy, 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 what is that? Itchy ban. Isn't that one in Japanese? Oh, okay. So no, itch, itch, itchy, itchy. Itch no, itchy ban is the male lipstick that they, <laughs> that he wears in that. <laughs> itch is number one. Itchy ban, number one. No, <laughs> the uh, what is it? Um, uh, lost in translation. Is it where's the? No. I think you've lost your mind Sunday at the beginning of the episode. I don't yeah, know. Itch ni sanshi. I do, also want to find out. So, what do you like more? Do you do you enjoy doing your stand up more? Do you enjoy doing television more? That's a good question, and I don't actually know the answer at this point because um, I've been doing a lot of stand-up and I've, I've been doing a lot of television. Um, I'm incredibly successful. I don't know if I made yes. that clear. Um, Just always on TV. At the always moment. on television. Relentlessly on it. television. Um, and I really like the gang nature of making television because you work with a team and you see the same people every you know every other day or whatever and that's quite rare when you're doing stand-up because stand-up's quite a solitary thing. Yeah, it's and lonely stand-up. It's lonely, and I didn't realise how much I'd missed or how, um, how much I enjoyed spending time with uh, building up a sort of um, relationships with the same group of people. Just to the simple level of going, oh, what you have for tea last night? What you get up to mm. over yeah. the weekend? All There's of that. There's a camaraderie there. Yeah, it's really... Well, I like you know, your trainers. Yeah, I like your trainers. Have you, have you, noticed, have you noticed how everyone... <laughs> I like your trainers. Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed how everyone in TV... Uh, are already trendy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the the like, particularly the sound guys. They're all yeah, they're sound always, guys are so they, cool. They all they're all like you know really trendy like yeah hipster. I love a good sound yeah, guy. Yeah, There's yeah. a guy called Wes who works on um, uh, one of my shows, and he's so, he's got, he's like really a, cool. He's just cool. They're all the funny as well. They're yeah. really funny. Sound well, sound know everything. Cause yeah. People say things when they don't think they're being listened to. Yeah, yeah exactly. So the sound have got they have secrets. everything. They've got everything. They have everything because they would they would capture so much stuff. We were also talking about this before the podcast. Is that I, we were talking about reunions because you have a bit of a reunion today. Yes, you yeah, have a yeah, you have a, the old uni pals. Uni oh, really? pals. Is that why you're in London? No, I'm in London for work stuff. I'm in London for this podcast. You commute yeah, down... yeah, you're in London for this podcast. Yeah. but you commute down from Birmingham. Yeah, right? so I live in Birmingham. Yeah, and then do you commute? Uh, a lot of the time, yeah. But I've got a base in Peckham, so but, I rent a room in Peckham. But yeah, when I can get back home, it's nice being in your own bed, isn't it? But you also write in an office as well. Yes, yeah. How do you know so many things? Yeah. Have like, you been tracking me? Yes, yeah. I, I, I have been following you. <laughs> you commute to Birmingham, you live in Peckham, you write <laughs> you in an office. You the Pomodoro method, don't you? 
I do. Yeah. What the I hell is going on? I haven't used on? it for a while, actually, but it is a really good uh, sort of, if you've Wait, got something important to write. Can you explain this very quickly? So, so firstly, how do you know this? Secondly, what is the Pomodoro method? I think I mentioned this in... Um, the Comedian's Comedian podcast. There you go. He's listened to me on um, Stu, Stu Goldsmith's podcast. The I've got an office in Birmingham, so uh, what I realised was that if you're writing at home... It's so much easier to just get distracted by doing hoovering or whatever. So I actually never hoovering. Done. That's what the kids are calling <laughs> yeah, these days. Yes, hoovering. You get so distracted hoovering by hoovering. Yeah, <laughs> hoovering jizz from my balls. Um, I got so distracted by hoovering that um, I realised that actually having like a place of work uh, had value, and also having an address that isn't my home address to when people want to send things or whatever is mm. sometimes quite useful and it just formalizes the working day so you go in for nine ten, and you have your lunch and you know you work through but the pomodoro technique is you work for 20 minutes and focus on something for 20 minutes and you if you have like oh, i've got to reply to that email or whatever you just quickly jot it down and then re re put your focus into the thing you're doing and then you have a five minute break and um I think actually it's 25 minutes and five minutes. I haven't done it for a while. But when I was writing my book, I found it really useful because that's about the amount of time you can really focus on something. Yeah. Mm. And then you've got that five minutes or so to kind of just do whatever mm. the fuck you want, really. Because no, I actually, I, <laughs> like, I, 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 I hadn't heard of it until I heard that podcast because I started using it. And it's actually, I mean, I, I, it works. It really does work. Yeah. yeah. They were really interesting. Tech. I actually listened to, shout out to, um, uh, some other podcasts but the um, Buxton podcast he had um, Dan Brown on his one and they were talking about techniques what he used to remember things and actually it works really well there's a technique to remember lists so if you have a list in your head and you because you, you have like a, for example you have like a route that you sort of lead a lot of the time so to, you know it depends if you go to the train station or you go to work or whatever you're doing there's yeah. a certain route that you have the locky method is it the locky method where basically you would there's a n normal things you wouldn't even think about so walking past a post box or walking past a telephone box or a tesco's <clears throat> or whatever it is yes. and you would dress these different situations in ridiculous things so if it the the post box for example if you had to on your list you had to go and pick up your suit from the dry cleaners the post box would be dressed in like a white suit okay and you would remember that because it'd be so ridiculous as you walk past this thing you would see this you would see oh a post box white suit oh dry cleaner and you remember yes. it. and actually i tried it it works yes you create this you yeah. create what's, what are called visual mnemonics and you place them in a in an imaginary well a location that you're familiar with and and then you can remember very complex lists. I did it when I was at university uh, to to memorize the order of a random pack, a shuffled pack of cards. With well, because you were card, card counting. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I just did it to learn how to do it. But but uh, I had a route to lectures, and I and I and I created a character for each card, and and uh, and an action. Uh, well, so sorry, the action was the card, and then there was a character in each location, and then at each point the the, the action would be happening to the character so that i would know even if it, if i shuffled a pack of cards you know and then went through it you know and then gave it to someone else i'd be able to recite the exact order by walking along my route that's amazing that's I, 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 stuff like that I'm terrible at memory stuff and I forget names all the time and I forget where I've met, met people and I'm very I, totally. I, think there's about, I think there's about 10 space for about 5 to 10 things and then if another thing goes in then one <laughs> thing has to go out but this is my problem as well I, I'm so bad with like remembering names remembering certain things and I almost sort of 
double think myself. So when you're doing that, like when you're doing your TV stuff and you have to chat to someone or you have to converse and you're looking at camera doing those things, especially if you do live stuff, do you not freak out or panic? You're going to forget. Oh, all the time. Yeah, and it's the yeah. and then almost you go, well, that's not their name. What the hell am I going to call them? Yeah. So how do you get past those kind of things? Um, well, I mean, with forgetting names, just saying darling is generally. <laughs> is that what you say? Do you just say that? Yeah. Well, you can do. Yeah. 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 Um, or just it's, sometimes it's, you just don't have to you find ways of not saying the name. Yeah, uh, or or, uh, or when you're wait, wait, when I meet someone, I'm not sure of their name. I'm always like, oh wait, give me your number. And then how do you spell your name? It's B O B. But I was I was going to say um, when uh, isn't it isn't it weird when you meet someone and then they don't they don't kind of give you any indication of whether you've met before, but you feel like they're like being friendly with you. Mm. enough that you might have met before and then you're like not sure whether to say nice to meet you oh god yeah or, like it happened when i came in here i was like oh, have i met him before and i was like said nice to meet you but then you just said nice to meet you but yeah but maybe i can't remember if we've yeah, met either. yeah but uh, <laughs> so, exactly because that's the thing when you're familiar with people and what they've done oh thank you then <laughs> you do think like have we met like yeah. that's it's a weird part of show business i can't remember who it was i think it was um richard attenborough um, had this thing where if he met somebody, uh, he would say, "Have we met?" And if they say no, he go, "Well, that is a travesty." Yeah, <laughs> I think that's wonderful. That's yeah. great. Really, like, I like one. that. <clears throat> that's really good. Um, yeah. And then, and then, what I normally say is, "Nice to see you." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's. It's. Uh, I, I do that as well, but I think people see through that very yeah, quickly. Yeah, totally. I would yes. see. I'd be like, yeah. well, "Why are you saying that to me?" Yeah, we've. Yeah. Have we? Or you say say it to a you know a girl. God, so have you? Have we met? Um, God, well, I had, we have now. I had. Uh, yeah, I had a, that's nice. If I'm yeah. totally honest, I had a. There was a really awkward moment that I had once. <laughs> Actually, it involved it involved winter. That's smooth, isn't it? It, it, it? it involved Winter Wonderland again. Oh my god! This is about five years ago. Are you sponsored by Winter Wonderland? I'm sponsored by Winter Wonderland. I just went to the Corinthia to get a spa, and yeah. then I went to with my little bottle. Oh, Are you also sponsored by Anasol? <laughs> <laughs> no. Winter I, Wonderland crushes kittens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went to Winter Wonderland and we had a lovely little time. It was about five years ago. And we went back. To, I was living with my friend at the time. We went back to um house and we we met some people there. So they came back and we were having drinks and all these. And we were having quite a nice time. And one of the girls said to me, oh, you, you don't remember me, do you? And I went, have we met? She said, yes, we've we've met and I went I'm so sorry I, I mean I just I don't remember she said no no we slept together and I hadn't remembered and so then I had this argument with this poor person being like well no we obviously haven't because I would remember it and then oh. anyway they they left and went on that and then as they left I then remembered that we had actually slept together so I then had to find her <laughs> like I hunted her down <laughs> yeah. and so I hunted her. her down and I had to it was the most awkward cause, so you meet so many people that you do tend to forget meeting yeah, yeah. and I do? think it's the fault of the person actually that they didn't make themselves more memorable yeah. do you think that's what it is yeah I don't think it's my I don't choose to. I'd, lo I'd love to be the sort of person that remembers everything but I I'm not and, and that's I don't think that's possible. well I don't think that's possible well, exactly. so certain people you meet and you think God I'm not going to forget that but actually the human actually, brain this this woman actually she should have been a better shag <laughs> yeah. but actually you're, the human brain actually design is designed to forget stuff so that you can actually uh, function you know, function and and gain new information hmm. and actually that's what that's there's a theory that that's what dreams are for is to basically rid your mind of the things that you don't need the irrelevant things so so your your dreams that basically 
wipe the uh, um, irrelevant memories yes. and then build build uh, you know space for the new ones. That is, yeah. I, I just have you seen this? Uh, so she's obviously not relevant. <laughs> yeah, she was she was very lovely. The um, when I when I, I watched this documentary on Netflix, have you seen it called Tell Me Who I Am? No. Oh, have you seen this? Wow. Okay. So, a uh, brief synopsis of it. Uh, two twin brothers, affluent family in the UK, documentary about these two guys. Uh, one of the brothers, when he's 18 years old, uh, he's in a motorbike crash and he goes into a coma um, and he wakes up from the coma and doesn't remember anything, nothing at all. The only person he recognizes is his brother, Marcus. And he goes, Marcus, doesn't remember his parents, nothing at all, nothing about his life, anything. So, Marcus, his twin brother, identical twin brother, has to re piece together their life again so they piece together their life again his life again about the holidays they went on their family his friends his girlfriend all these different things he has to learn about and he, again it goes on and then he, what he finds out is he finds a picture oh, his mother dies oh, his father dies and his mother dies and it's years later a few years later and they find a picture in a drawer and the picture's quite weird. I won't explain what the picture. The picture's quite weird. And he says, well, what happened? And what on earth is the fact that his brother, Marcus, had lied to him about his entire life? Because what happened to them as kids was so horrific, he realised he could save his brother from all the memories and painted a completely idyllic life, which is totally false. And they reveal it to him on camera. What happened? Whoa. It is unbelievable. Wow. I yeah, mean, uh, kind of unbelievable. I feel like the really, eth- the yeah, ethics yeah. of that are really. Yeah. It's really dark. It's really dark, but it's just it's about sort of brother love and what you would do and and whether these right things. Does he deserve to know? Does he deserve to know? And all, but it's an amazing doc. I was watching, yeah, going, wow. wow, it's just gripping. Yeah, the fact. Would you, if you were in that same situation, would you cover up for your loved one, or would you say what would you do? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Would you, would you tell the truth? That's or would interesting, you... actually, because child abuse has... Um such sort of ramifications mm. for people in adult life yeah but i don't know it's um he was probably quite happy not knowing yeah yeah so sure. whether actually like, it would just make him you know remove all sorts of anxieties and brought it all him... back but w- also whether the he the fact that he'd forgotten everything else doesn't necessarily mean that his subconscious had forgotten everything so whether mm. he had like stuff 
in, then you unlock like, it, like right? intuition yeah and that he w- hadn't got a reason his for. his trauma was probably manifesting in other certain behaviors well because a lot of tra- people who go through trauma that they uh, it's a defense mechanism of the mind it, you do forget well, you block and, it out right like, you're, a, you're, like women when they have babies yeah. often they forget what it was like to have the baby they forget the yes the because the pain, pain is so intense because it's so intense and it's a kind of mechanism to make them have more babies because mm. actually if you remembered vividly what the pain was like to have to give birth then you just wouldn't do it yeah. I, I found out this other thing talking about morbid things but anyway um, sorry you, to any pregnant yeah, women so, who are listening yeah, 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 but yeah. it's going to be fucking hell <laughs> yeah it's going to be terrible but you know how people say when someone dies you go through the different stages of um, grieving where it's mm. um, it's denial. anger denial all the, do you know that's not about the people who are grieving it's actually about the person who's dying it's got mixed up in history oh right yeah it's actually it's actually about so the person dying actually goes through those stages of anger denial denial all those yeah. and then they accept it towards the end and actually it's the other way around i'm not sure i'd mm. accept it if, never no no I, I i always think about this i think this is what we forget that even though we go through our ups and downs and life right life life is a pretty amazing mm. thing and it's yeah. really cool and yeah we wake up some mornings and we go god mm. we just feel like we want to die but we but actually it's a pretty cool thing it's amazing it's yeah. amazing it is amazing. And the odds, the what are the odds of us being here? Like, you know, like all of our ancestors surviving, like the Middle Ages. I always think about this, like, yeah. like what they were doing back then, like how they, so they, the Middle Ages, the Stone Age. What, what are you um, doing? Well, talking about yeah. ancestry. I mean, what, what are the odds of, of actually getting, you know, you being you, your, you know, your so, parents. It's so unlikely. Your parents had to meet and have sex and their parents Ugh. had to meet and have sex. But this is Yuck. the thing, Joe, what I wanted to do because you're on the podcast, and I, I think you'd be interested in fact. Do you know your family history? No. So currently the producers of Who Do You Think You Are are researching my family history because <gasps> to see if I've got anything of interest to make an episode. Dude, how amazing is that? Which It's amazing, but also I'm a bit nervous that they're going to go, oh, sorry, everyone that's ever been related to you is fucking boring. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> they all just hated dogs. <laughs> they just <laughs> murdered loads of them. Well, we, one of our, uh, one of our, our listeners actually sent us through a family tree, so a detective thing, and they've done this for us. And they've written, they said, Hi, Jamie and Francis, talking about ancestors. A little, a little while ago, a little while ago, I sent you a letter which you read out on the podcast. Jamie misread my job as being a gynecologist. <laughs> How do you time. misread that? Instead of a gene- genealogist. Genealogist. <laughs> 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 Similarly spelt, but very different job spec. After hearing Francis say that the I main... don't know, actually. I don't think so. I think exactly. they're very similar, similar in lots of ways. After hearing Francis say that the main reality TV show he would like to be on is Who Do You Think You Are? I thought oh. I would do some research and show you both a snippet of your family histories. Wow. Here are the trees that are linked. I made profiles for a couple of people who thought would be significant ancestors from your trees. Would you like to know a little bit more? Okay, so... This person's got a lot of time. I know, a hell of a lot. Read read the other bit. Is your great... uh, This must be my one. Here we go. So, here we go. I'm just trying to work this out. Hang on, it says here. I didn't know this. So, you're a McVitie's heir. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? The the Biscuit Company. Yeah. You're an heir to that throne? Is it a throne? It's a throne. You 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 get a gold hat when you inherit it. How no. many other heirs are there? Uh, well, we, my great great grandfather, Alex and I, got started McVitie's, invented the digester, but we sold it to United Biscuits in the eighties or nineties. Okay, so you don't have any. Loot, I don't so. have. I don't have any. I don't have any loot coming my way. You I, don't have any I, sway. I will stop buying McVitie's. You will stop buying McVitie's. I heard the McVitie's. 
shoots um, <laughs> orphans. Orphans. Let's go with orphans for fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we got a quick family tree here. So thank you so much for this lovely and the person who I don't know who Will something Will someone Will Davis Coleman. So 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 Will has gone through Will has gone through my mum's family tree. So I've got Captain George uh, Regional Charles Heal. 1882 to 1917 his early life he's my great uncle he was born Addington in Kent he was son of Newton Hill vicar of Harbledown he went to King's College Canterbury for his schooling he uh, he was a man of duty he was a Awarded medals for bravery and saving lives. The trenches were in a poor condition, being little more than a string of shell holes. It was snowing and the positions were under heavy fire. George Hill helped save the lives of 15 of his men. With no thought for his own personal safety, the medic had been killed and Hill took upon himself to, to help as many men as he could. The award of the Military Cross appeared in London. He got the Military Cross. That's, well, that's pretty cool, that's isn't, cool it? isn't it? Yeah. There's the, he then had a heroic death. This is insane. Okay, Francis, Joe, we don't have one for you. I'm so sorry. That's all right. I'm hoping they'll make a BBC programme about it. (laughs) (laughs) God, you're so successful on TV. (laughs) Yet more television. (laughs) So much television. Are you going to read it? You read it. Yeah. Joe, why don't don't you you read it? This is Francis. Okay. So this is uh, André Charles Boulle, born 1642, who was a royal cabinet maker and is the most famous French cabinet maker of all time. Born in Paris, his father was from the Duchy of Gelderland in modern-day Holland, and he was recommended to King Louis the, uh, what's that? 14th. 14th of France, the Sun King by Jean-Baptiste Colbert, who described him as the most skilled craftsman in his profession. Uh, over the century since his death, his name and that of his family has been given to the art he perfected, the inlay of brass, tortoiseshell, brass and pewter into ebony. He had four sons, but none were as skilled as their father. <laughs> Sounds quite depressing. Bitchy, <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> it's quite depressing. <laughs> I mean, uh, cabinet making, but they might have had other skills. He was a cabinet maker. Basically, he was just a carpenter. Yeah, for the king. That's quite cool. Yeah. Did you know this already? Yeah, yeah. How many cabinets did the king need? Yeah, I yeah, well, know. Surely it can't be I think that. all of the furniture in Versailles is, is bull furniture. Wow. Oh, well, there we bloody go. There we go. What are you like at making cabinets? Have you ever I've, done I, a, I, I actually have one? made it. I've, I've made it, not a cabinet. I've made a little, well, I guess it was a cabinet in woodwork back at school. <laughs> in DT. And did you yeah. feel your ancestry coming through? Yeah, well, I didn't know it at the time, but I was quite good at it. Yeah. <laughs> they just were like, wow, you're good at making but cabinets. I wasn't as skilled as my ancestors. <laughs> There's a lysit. Um, it's one of the few things I know about. I don't think I'm directly related, but I'm sure at some point maybe I am. Uh, a guy called Edward Lysett, I think his name was, and he was a um, very famous ceramics maker and oh, really? was commissioned by the White House, uh, White House to make... Um, the White House. The White House. <laughs> um, for some reason, I became Glaswegian there. The White House. Um, no, that's Northern Irish. No. Um, I, I always get my accents messed up. I'm really bad at accents. Northern Irish. I'm going down stars. Um <laughs> I, do you say I'm going to be on stars in their eyes? What do you say? I'm, going, I'm going downstairs. I'm going down stars. That's how they say it. Um, uh, yes, and so in the Met Museum in New York, and I've never been to New York, and it's one of the many reasons I want to go, is um, some of Edward Lysett's ceramics. Let's so go in there and try and claim it. It's mine. Yeah, it's yeah, my smash fa- the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's but my so they, family. They all, they all lived in the Louvre. 
Wow. I mean, that's my, cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's cool. My, uh, by uh, royal decree. I love that. Hey, uh, we want to say a big thank you to, to Will. That's so Will. kind, Will. Thank you. That hey, is amazing. That's amazing. <clears throat> Francis, we, I've got we need to have the question of the week. Oh, or yes, the, the answer. answer. Well, the answer... I said 500 years. You said what? 10 years. <laughs> You'll be very uh, interested to know it's 32 years. Oh, oh okay. I was way So roughly off. about your age, Jimmy. It's about... So I've lived a billion seconds. Yeah, yeah. I'm 31, so I'm nearly at a billion. Are you 31? I'm 31 as well. So. Are we all 31? When's your no, birthday? You're 32. 5th of July. <gasps> November 3rd. Oh, happy birthday for last month. Happy birthday for October. July. October. Thank you. So what does that make you, a Libra? Uh, Cancerian. 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 I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra. You're a Libra? Yeah. Oh, well done. Uh, Francis, right. Um, <laughs> right, Francis, we need to have uh, your diary, so please. Ah. Let's have your diary where we can sit back and relax. Friday. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Why was there a sigh after you oh, said God, Friday? I for, for, forgot about Friday. It's Friday morning and you know what that means. Time to wake up. Wow. Here we go. Uh, this, this, is, this is a very... I always wake up on Friday morning with a smile. Because why the hell shouldn't I? I mean, usually I've had a cracking Thursday. So it's not hard to understand why. I'm having a very physical response to this. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose if we're totally honest with ourselves, Fridays are really just for reminiscing about Thursdays. Think about it. Do you think it's just a coincidence that Friday comes immediately after Thursday? The weekly Friday reminiscing about Thursday is as old as the hills. It's literally baked into the week. Like an olive in an olive loaf. You still having a physical reaction? Yes. <laughs> uh, the, the physical reaction is my penis has turned into a vagina. <laughs> oh. And we may not all love olive loaf, but I don't think anyone would try to argue for the olives to be removed from olive loaf. <laughs> True, fair enough, yeah. Um, this, is, this was kind of a... Um, uh, uh, hey, don't, hey, don't! Stream of consciousness. Yes. I like it, I like it's sort it. sort of like a modern-day James Joyce. Mm. I like In it. Israel, where I was... <laughs> In Israel, where I was recently, Friday is basically treated like Saturday. Everyone goes out to techno parties on Thursday. Mm. Well, not everyone, obviously. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> it is literally a stream of consciousness. It literally is you're just thinking these thoughts. Yeah. I learned a lot about the Jewish religion. Like, for example, why men, why men wear kippers on their heads. <clears throat> not kippers, are they? Are they called? Cup. 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 Kippers. 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 is a type of fish. Yeah, that's what you eat in the morning. Yes, but I mean, that you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. That's it. Is that well, no, I very much pictured Jewish people wandering around with fish on their head. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Is that, is that it? Is that the end of the diary? That's the end. So do you know why they do it? Why do they do it? It's to remind them that God is always watching over them. Oh. And, and actually, it probably reminds them every time it falls off, because they fall off a lot. Yeah. They, they, I, I do wonder Have about you worn that. one before? No, I haven't. I, so I imagine they are quite difficult to affix. They fall off. So obviously whenever it falls off, you're like, oh, God's watching over me. Oh, I see. Ah, okay. I like it. I like it. Hey, I love the diary. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Why wouldn't God enjoy a kipper? God mm. would love a kipper. Yeah. He would. A salt roast cod. Yeah. Wearing a kipper on your head. <laughs> or, or a herring. Do you, what do you eat in the morning? Uh, 
normally porridge or I, <clears throat> if I'm feeling fancy, I'll have smoked salmon and oh, avocado mm. and stuff on a bit of sourdough, oh. a bit of olive oil. Has, has anyone oh. ever told you you look a bit like Sam Thompson? Who's that? Sam Thompson. He's Sam no, Thompson. You do? No, he does. Does he look like Sam, Sam Thompson? Thompson? He's a guy from Made in Chelsea. You don't look at. You don't look like him that much Let at me all. Google him. Yeah. Is he, it a compliment? Yeah, I think it is a bit of a compliment. Is he well fit? Uh, he is quite fit. Lots, Sam, lots of the ladies. Is there a P in Thompson or Jamie Wood? T H O M P. Yeah. The ladies, the ladies do quite like him. You've got his complexion and colouring. Uh, uh, yeah, I sort of see what you mean. Um, but also, no. <laughs> I get, I get Woody Harrelson. He's like, I'm, I'm the sort of withered brother of Sam Thompson. <laughs> I get, I get Woody Harrelson a lot. God, you look. They always say you look like Woody. No, you ha- don't. Yeah, I do. I get Woody Harrelson. You look nothing like Woody oh, Harrelson. Apparently, I look like him. What's Sam Thompson like as a person? He, it's like he's. I don't know. What is he? What, is he like? <laughs> what, what, what do you think, Francis? You know, you know him better than I do. He's a I lovely do. guy. He's oh, there's a, lovely a picture guy. of you come up with him. What? Oh, look, there we go with my shaved head. What were we? Where were you there? We were dressed as as cavemen. Can we see the the uh, the? And they drew abs on me. Um, hey Joe, I want to say firstly thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Honestly, it, we, we know how busy you are. We know how successful you are in this world of time. And boy, so do we. <laughs> You're so successful. I'm sorry that I hounded you to come on board. Joe, I sent Joe a message saying, "Joe, do you want to come on the podcast?" And he went, "Yeah, I would love to." And then I just kept hounding him, so he couldn't say no. So yeah, he, good. That's the way. And now yeah. here you are on a Saturday. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for giving it a Saturday. Honestly, it's been so lovely having you. Um, check out. I mean, there's so many TV shows for us to say, but you've got Sewing Bee, which is... Sewing Bee comes a new series in the new year. Um, I'm making another, as I mentioned earlier, another series of my consumer show. And if um, any of your listeners, viewers, um, have any gripes, if they work for a company or have had issues with a company um, doing bad things, we want to know about it. There's an email address on my Twitter. And also, if you go onto your Instagram, Joe Lies, that you do very funny photos and we're holding up a wine glass. I will be doing something similar with you guys, if that's okay. Oh my God, I can't wait. I'm you... not sure we got wine glass, but maybe that bottle of water. We can just do it, we can just do it with, the, yeah. with the mug. But so follow Joe on Instagram and you'll be doing stand up at some point for sure, won't you? Yes. Yeah, so I'm doing just at the minute, I'm doing little gigs to kind of try, try out new material. And then, I don't know, at some point, I'll probably do another tour. Hey, you're a true legend. And uh, wow. and I'm going to give you your face mask and spa treatment for the Corinthia Hotel oh, for lovely, Christmas. Yes. You're going to receive it in the post. I can't wait. Do, Do you, you like cider? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like most alcohol, yeah. Oh, I'll send you some cider. <laughs> okay, I'll have some cider. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want? Anything else we can get you? A get, hand job. Yeah, I'll get yeah. you a hand job. That's coming straight off this. Joe, what we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational. Times are hard. People are confused about the future. But we should all remember that life has always been confusing. And the natural state for humans is to be in flux and in a state of change. It's no cause for concern. Have a lovely day. Yes, Joe Lysett. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye-bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. 
jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.